to the podcast, Finding Nebo. We are your hosts, Lindsay Hughes, the Customer Experience Specialist, and Seth Sorensen, the Communications and Community Relations Administrator. We're excited you're joining us. The vision of Nebo School District is to engage, empower, and collaborate to ensure student success. This podcast is meant to do just that. You will hear stories from our students, parents, employees, and community members, our customers. Our goal is to share all that is good in Nebo School District. So let's get started. Good morning and welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to introduce you to one of, I think, the coolest people on the planet. She is a student here in Nebo School District. Her name is Jaylin Lindley. Jay, tell us about yourself. Hello. Yes, I am so excited to be here. So I am a 17-year-old senior at Salem Hills High School, and I love to dance. I dance about 30 hours a week, and it's one of my very first passions in life. And so hopefully after high school, I can end up doing cougarettes, which is the BYU dance team. And then I also love to hang out with my family. They're seriously my best friends, and I have a crazy obsession with working out. Seriously, one of my favorite things to do, whether it's doing CrossFit with my brother or doing hikes with family and friends, I just absolutely love it. And also right now, I am Miss Utah's teen, which has been a crazy experience because I never thought I would do pageants. So it's really interesting that now I get the opportunity to represent the state and also go to Miss America's teen, which is pretty cool. That is pretty so exciting. Cool. Yeah, believe it or not, uh, for a time, I was actually uh, helping run the Miss Spanish Fork pageant. So that that's something you probably didn't know fact. about me. Interesting and, uh, fact. You know, I, I looked pretty good in the swimsuit, and I would teach <laughs> the girls how to mod. No. But, um, yeah, I actually helped with that. So it, it was really neat to see the in, inner workings of the pageant because they're not what you see on, on TV, you know, and, and just the parading around. And, and it, there's actually a lot that goes into it. So um, why, don't, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got into uh, pageants? It is very interesting. A lot of people see from the outside perspective of us walking around in pretty dresses and not really doing much, but I don't even think I realized how much work goes into it until I'm now in the position that I am. So my mom was actually super involved with pageants when she was younger, and then she ended up directing Miss Emory County and being really involved with all that and actually becoming a field director for Miss Utah. And so I was always around it, but I never really thought I'd do it, and neither did my mom. (laughs) So it came as quite a shock when I was 15, and I go to her, and I was like, Mom, I want to do a pageant. And she was like, oh, what? You want to do what? And so then I decided to do Miss Utah's Teen for the first time. And that was like a crazy experience because I had no idea what was going on and had all these cute girls around me. And I called them my little pageant moms because they would just help me with everything and kind of teach me the ropes. And what I learned most from it is how much it improved my interview skills and my social skills, which was crazy because I didn't really expect that because I got a dance, which I do all the time. So that wasn't any different. I did have to learn how to walk in a dress and that was harder than interview. Way harder. I don't know why. That was the most difficult part about it. But interview was really interesting because I got to learn how to speak better and articulate my answers more correctly. So that was really cool. And also my community service initiative was super awesome because I learned how to do service projects and how to serve my community in a different way. So then I ended up actually getting second runner up. And I was like, okay, cool. One and done. That's what me and my mom were like, great. We did it. Awesome. Scholarship money. We're done. And then a few months later, I went back to my mom and I was like, okay, 
just one more. And that's how it gets you guys. It's called it's a, pa- <laughs> it's a pageant addiction. I'm being serious. It totally gets you. And so then I ended up doing it again and I prepared even more. And I actually t- changed my community service initiative to what it is now, which is called Finding Your Fire. And I can talk more about that later. But then I went and I ended up winning. And it was a crazy experience. One of the best nights ever. And then the work started and hasn't slowed down since February. <laughs> it's, it's really interesting. People kind of think of it as I just go to events and I stand there and I do things. But social media has been a huge part of it, which I haven't really expected. I post on social media about probably about almost every day or at least on stories about every day. And it's definitely pushed me and challenged me, but in great ways, too. I love hearing about that experience. And I think it's pretty incredible that you won Miss Utah's teen at your second pageant. Um, I am good friends with Jalen's mom. And I have told Jessica for a while now that I have like a girl crush on Jay. She is an incredible (laughs) human being. And when you hear about her community service initiative, you're going to be even more impressed. So tell us about that. Yes. So it's called Finding Your Fire. And I just wanted to create a community service initiative that allowed, that helped me to allow teens to find their passion. Because it's actually interesting because I know that I'm really lucky and I've had a lot of passions from a really young age. It started as dance, which bled into school, which bled into my future career. And then all of a sudden I realized that I have so many passions for things and that's what gets me up every morning. It's what helps me make goals and all those things that just make us a better person and more productive human being, honestly. And then I started looking around to teenagers in my classes, my best friends. And that's when it really hit me that the reason we're having, not the only reason, but one of the main reasons we're having this big mental health epidemic right now is because teens don't have a purpose. If you're going to school every single day and there's no purpose for getting good grades or going to class, you're not going to. And if you don't have a purpose to go to baseball practice or whatever practice that may be, then you're not going to want to go. You're not going to try your best and you're not going to do it. And so that's when Find Your Fire came in and we created a curriculum and it's based on the four letters of fire, which is future, interest, reason, and experiences. And all four of these help teens to find their passion. So of course, future is thinking about your future goals because I think especially for teens, it's really important for them to start thinking about what they want in their future and that can really guide them to their passion and their future career choice. And then interest is all about just figuring out what they're interested in. And it's actually cool. I've done a few like career survey quizzes with kids in junior high level. And it's really interesting because they don't realize what they're good at. And that kind of makes me sad that some of these kids don't realize what they can do because no one's ever told them. And by taking this quiz, they can see that these things are really good at and that can lead to this career choice. And that really starts sparking their minds of, oh, I am good at this. Say it's I'm good at working with my hands or I'm good at analytics and math. And that really helps them. And then the next letter is reason, which is all about your why. And figuring that out is one of the most important things. And that's just figuring out why are you here? Why do you do things you do? I go to school, for for example, I go to school and I get good grades because I want to get into a hard college and I want to have a career that makes me go to school for a long time. And I go to dance every day and I work hard because I want to make a really prestigious collegiate dance team. And once you figure those out, it's so much easier to do those hard, mundane things that we have to do every day. The last one is experiences, which is personally my favorite because I think our life experiences shape who we are every single day. And so for kids, when they look back at their experiences through life and what has shaped them and what they've enjoyed and what they've not enjoyed, that can really help them lead them to what is my purpose. 
Oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> you know, I think I, I really liked what you said when, when you were talking about, you know, your purpose. Uh, I think a lot of kids, you know, I, I've got uh, three daughters, and I, I think sometimes that's something that they've all struggled with, is figuring out, why am I doing what I'm doing? Why am I doing this? Oh, I hate school. I don't want to go to school today. Uh, when in reality, school is, is one of those steps that's uh, a means to an end. And I like that that's something that, that you've included uh, in, in your, I guess it's not a platform anymore, but, but um, in kind of the, the path that you're trying to help others take. I think that's very powerful. So before Seth asks another question, you're a normal teen, right? Like you don't want to go to school every day. but you do. She's like, no, I actually do want to go to school every day. I, I sound so Sometimes. nerdy, but I really do enjoy school. Okay. Okay. Then never mind. So normal I'm teens. I'm sorry. I really do like it. <laughs> this initiative though can help other teens when they don't want to get up to school because it's fine, right? You cannot want to go to school. However, if you have this goal and this vision for later on in life, you go to school because it helps you get and achieve that. Yes. This is how I explain it. Cause sometimes people are like, oh, well, I thought my passion was football, but I don't like to go every day. I'm like, hold up. <laughs> I dance 30 hours a week, which means I'm at dance for five to six hours a day. Yeah, I don't like to go every day. Are you oh, kidding? Yeah. Whoever likes to go for that much dance every day is actually crazy. And that's not me. Yeah. <laughs> but I think of it as like a job that you're overly passionate about. You love your job so much, but do you like going to work every day? No, yeah. but that doesn't mean that you stop doing it. And it means that those days that you don't want to be there, you still push because there's a deeper love in that. It's not just surface level mm -hmm. of, I like to do this. And once you explain that to teens, it's actually interesting. Then they're like, oh, maybe this is my passion. Because I think sometimes they think, well, I should just love it all the time. And that's not true. And that's not reality either. <laughs> and I think not just teens need to hear that, but adults yeah. too. Sometimes, yeah. like she said, no, I don't want to go to work, but there's a deeper purpose of why I get up and go to work every single day. Yeah, you know, I, th I think you're right. I've had some friends that have played football even at, at pretty high levels, and that's become their job. And, you know, as a kid growing up, it's like, well, football, that's fun all the time, right? But it's not. They have to show up. They have to practice hours and hours on end, kind of like you with dance. You know, you've, you've got to put in the time to get the results you want. And, and I think that's, that's a really great um, idea that you've got out there to, to show kids and, and even adults that, You've got to put in the time so that you can have the rewards at the end, so that you can have that performance or um, have that a game or have that whatever it is that, that you're working towards. So I think that's, that's fantastic. If you could, if you could um, say anything to uh, the young girls that are out there. So I've got, I've got a daughter that's just a few years younger than you. And, and in fact, she, uh, I think, is friends with your, your sister. But um, if you could say anything to those young girls out there who are, who are just starting into high school and trying to figure themselves out, trying to figure out where they want to go, where they want to be, what would you say to them? Well, first of all, everyone's friends with my little sister. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's supposed to be like when she goes, because she's in high school with me yeah. now. Both my siblings are, yep. and it's so much fun. But it should yeah. be, oh, you're Jalen's little sister, right? No. It's always, <laughs> oh, I you look familiar. Are you Bryn's older sister? Yeah. So it's, it's true. Everyone's friends with her. But, no, back to the question. I think the most important thing that I kind of had to go through was it's okay if it's, this sounds bad, but it's okay if high school is not everything you want it to be, or it's not sunshine and rainbows all the time. 
I think sometimes people are like, high school is the best years of your life. And there's moments where it's totally that way, but it's also okay if not. I kind of went through a thing where I was like, there's something wrong with me. I don't always like this. And this is really hard. And kids are really hard. And friends are really hard. And all these things are happening. Are these really the best years of my life? Are we sure about that? And so I think sometimes kids need to hear that, that it's okay if high school's really hard and it should be really hard. But that's also doesn't take away from the good moments of it. And you have to recognize that, that there's good moments and there's bad moments and to just find your people. Because a lot of kids go through, I can kind of see my little siblings going through it right now. I was trying to figure out like, oh, which friends do I want to be friends with? Which group do I want to be a part of? And then things get real in high school and decisions get bigger. Decisions in junior high of like, oh, I'll go with this group and they're just gonna, you know, like skip class that one time. Those decisions get bigger in high school and those consequences also get bigger. So trying to figure out your group and where you want to stay is really hard and you kind of have to take everyone else's opinions out of it and stick with that group that makes your decisions easy and your way that you want to go easy to do. I love that answer. Yep, me too. Can't wait for all the kids to listen to this. Um, All right, Jay, so... You have a fundraising event coming up that I think is pretty incredible. Uh, I was talking to your mom probably a month or so ago, and she was telling me about this fundraiser and how it came to be. So tell our audience what this fundraiser is, how it came to be, and why you're so passionate about it. Yes. So this fundraiser is called Find Your Fire Dance Convention. Fitting, right? Because I dance. So (laughs) we're we're doing it on September 30th from about 8 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. And it's at Salem Hills High School. I have the best principal that's allowing us to use the building. And shout out to Ryan. He's awesome. (laughs) He's so great. And so what we're doing is I'm having a big dance convention. It's just one day. And we're having a ton of teachers and all the teachers are teens, which is really special because that's what my community service initiative is there to help is teens. And so I'm going to be teaching. And then I have a lot of friends and other faculty members coming. And it's going to be five classes, different, like all different styles. And it's all to raise money to put a Find Your Fire scholarship in each of the 22 regions in Utah. Did you hear that? All regions in Utah. So every senior in Utah has the opportunity to apply for the scholarship. So incredible. That's amazing. And I actually did a little mini version of this last year at my high school. I raised money through a um, fine arts night. And then I gave, I was able to raise $2,200. And I was able to give that to a senior at my high school last year, which was a super special experience and kind of pushed me to do this other one. Because in reality, fundraisers make me so nervous. <laughs> but we're, it's something that I'm so passionate about that I'm crazy excited about this. And it's going to be a full day full of fun things and you can be all the way from five to 13 plus. So anyone can participate and you can sign up in the Instagram bio of Miss America's Teen UT or on the Miss Utah's Teen website. So Miss America's Teen UT Utah. on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and they can sign up there. Yes. Awesome. I hope that you get so many students, I guess that that's what we'll, we'll call them, yeah. to come and participate in this event because that is incredible to give scholarship money to every region in the state. That's and it's huge. something I'm so passionate about because I'm actually crazy passionate about education and getting people awesome education and me getting a good education. I just think it's something that's so special and unique and we have a really cool opportunity here in Utah and in America to get a good education and have the opportunity. So I just want to help other seniors on their higher education. That's fantastic. So to kind of close things out, we have a question that we like to ask all of our guests 
And that question is, what three words, uh, being a Nebo District student, would you like people to say about Nebo School District? Wow, you're hitting me with a hard one. Mm. <laughs> okay, I'd have to say inclusive, loving teachers, and empowering leadership. I like those. Awesome. Well, Jay, thank you so much for coming today. I feel so honored that you were coming here to spend some of your time with us. I loved getting to know you a little bit better, and I can't wait for September 30th and to hear how everything goes. And Miss America's Teen. Yes, yes. You're going to kill it. You're going to kill it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. 